Good to see you again, Devon. It's been a bit. Yeah, yeah. It's we had a little spell where we saw each other every single freaking day almost. <laughs> Pretty much. And then, yeah. then I hadn't seen you in a I hadn't seen you probably since the last episode, like face to face. I was like, man, I hope Dean's not mad at me. Did I, I say something to uh, it's been, been, been busy. Busy. Man, I'm not gonna tell you business, but yeah, you you've been busy. Yeah, yeah. Getting ready to move. Got our pod out there. Started loading it up today. Got our uh, house offer in, which was accepted. We put our earnest money down. We're moving at the middle of next month. So basically like a month from now, we'll be heading to Portland. So looking forward to it. Congratulations. Yeah. So uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, buddy? All righty. Hello, nerds. I am Damon, father of two, husband of one, a.k.a. the diplomat of Mama Say, Mama Sa, Amausa. You may know me from such podcasts as Damon Does, A Different World Pod, Ten Phony Punches, and The Stack, The Library Podcast. And. Yeah. And my partner, who is in control of the ones and twos and the threes and the fours, I don't even know what any of that means, but he's pressing buttons. My guy, tell him what your name is. Oh, thank you, Damon, and welcome, adjudicators. I'm Dean, producer of the Boondocks podcast, host of How Are You Now on Podscure Podcast, and the Guardian of the Podscure Podcast Network. I grew up in a orphanage, and I'm a former OSI agent with a license to kill. I will be your second moderator for this evening. <laughs> ah, man. I, I'm really looking for this. I, I I think I told you before, I hadn't really, aside from the movie, I hadn't seen Black Dynamite, the TV show. Mm. I love the movie. And the movie, <laughs> the movie was fantastic. A lot of characters, uh, a lot of the voice actors who are in the boondocks also in this. So, <laughs> and it's great. So I love it. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. But last episode. Man. Dexter versus Hannibal. Uh, so, this was the most votes we've had so far for an episode. 35 votes total. That being said, the results were fairly lopsided. Not as much as Spike and Cassidy, but very close. Dexter got 17%. Hannibal, 83%. So Acadia did an amazing job advocating for Hannibal, without a doubt. It deserves all the accolades for the work that he put into it. Uh, he, was, he was a great advocate for, for Hannibal. That being said, Caldoni did also a fantastic job, even though the numbers don't show it, but he did he did an amazing job as well. So congrats to Acadia for the win, and thank you both, Caldoni as well, for coming on the show. It was great. It was a fantastic show, and I hope to have you back for future episodes as well. So, Devon, thoughts? Uh, I, I think I mentioned this last time. That was probably the best competed, the best debated <laughs> Uh, yeah. show we've had because I when we first started talking about this my in my vision for it was kind of almost a debate battle rap type of feel to it and what I mean by that is in battle raps they, they not only do they show off their clever wordplay about how great they are but they also insult the other person while doing it and <laughs> and with this well, smack talk 
Right. Yeah. And with this, we keep it all, this is all amongst the characters because this is all in good right. fun. And, right, right. and both guys knew each other's characters so well. They had done their research so well that in, in the middle, and they were obviously prepared. They, mm-hmm. they were lobbing insults at, at you know, the opposite <laughs> character. I was like, man, this is, it was exactly what I had envisioned for it because that make to me, it makes the most entertaining and it makes this, and it makes it the most fun which is what this is all about for me. I completely agree. Yeah, it was a great episode. And I can, I think it's just, it's, we're going to keep going up. I think it's great. Uh, By the way, I got me a new uh, disputed podcast t-shirt. I'm all backwards. So I got, so the one I had before was just the big D on the chest because it's big D. I I wanted to get the, the, the breast pocket one. I mean, there's no pocket there, but you know, just a little understated, but still cool looking. So I made it, I made a new one just for that purpose. ordered it and got it yesterday, day before yesterday. So yeah, if you want to come check out our merch at disputedpod.com slash merch, and you can get t-shirts and wallets and bags and all kinds of nifty junk that uh, has our name on it. Christmas time is coming. It is, you know, because everybody in the family is going to want a disputed podcast tapestry. So, Devon, what do you say we introduce our advocates here? Let's do this. Shall we? So I'm going to go ahead and bring them in. Yeah. All right. So we got MC and Sean. Sean, so I'm going to go ahead and kick things off, shall I, for, for our first advocate. Our first advocate for Jay, like me, hails from the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, where he sucks down bubblegum and guava juice like they are going out of style. I don't know if bubblegum and guava juice are the name of his girlfriends or not, but we don't judge here. Call him E, call him Ev, call him Evan, and if, if you don't, either way, that's fine. We will give it up for ya boy, MC Amazing. How you doing, man? Yo, I'm doing pretty good, yo. Thank you very much for that amazing or amazing <laughs> intro. I appreciate <laughs> that so very much. We are all about about pumping up our guys, whoever's coming into dispute. We got you. We got you covered. So, Evan, which is a great name, it's my son's name. Tell us, tell us who you're advocating for today, why you're advocating for them, and what you bring to the table for your advocacy. Okay, so first off. This is a man who needs no introduction, right? We're talking about Black Dynamite, all right? Black Dynamite. Why am I advocating for him? He's Black Dynamite. What more do you need to say other than you're advocating for Black Dynamite? Come on, man. Come on. And um, let's see, what do I bring to the table? It should be fairly obvious, but I'll break it down. I bring the energy. I bring the hype. I've seen the movie. I've seen the whole show. I loved it for, I loved it for what it was. It was like, it was really cool. And, uh, oh, man, yeah, man, what more, what else do I need, man? That's pretty much, I am armed to the teeth. I'm ready to advocate for my man, Black Dynamite. Not that he needs to be defended. He's, like, stepping aside for me to do it for him on this one very night here on November 11th. So I appreciate him, you know, taking his staycation. And for those of you who watch the show, you know about his staycation. Taking his staycation and letting me, you know, handle this for him. Right on, right on, right on. Love it. It's great to have you here. So uh, tell us real quick about yourself, what you do as far as your content creation. Well, let's see. I am a, I'm a streamer by trade. I stream uh, pretty regularly. Uh, I play uh, fighting games. I like playing fighting games a lot. I make fighting game content. I've done, if you've ever watched TV FGC on YouTube, you've probably seen me 
a bunch on there on the pod on the uh, input output podcast on the TV FGC news and a couple of skits with my boy Rexon Max and my other buddy Mr. Game and Lift. Shout out to the TV FGC crew. Yeah, I also commentate fighting game tournaments. I mean, come on. Like, right on. You, 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 you got to have me on the mic, man. You got to have me there, baby. Like, you got to have the MTV, baby. Right on, right on. All right. Well, it's great yeah. to have you here. And, uh, and at the end, we'll get all your plugs and everything. And we'll get those in our show notes so everybody will know where to go find you. All awesome. right. So, Demond, are you ready? Of course I am. All right. Let's get at it. Our next advocate for the evening is originally from Wisconsin, currently lives in Arizona. When he's not getting Seinfelded in front of a crowd by Kevin Smith, he's attending weddings of Canadian ex-girlfriends. Some refer to as Rackham, others as Smoke Toast. We'll just call him by his name. Please put your hands together and welcome God Odell. Sean, how you doing tonight, my man? I, I'm pretty wired, which is surprising because I didn't get much sleep last night, but I am ready to re- represent Brock Sampson. I am wired, too, because I just had a bunch of coffee. So, <laughs> so who are you advocating for this evening and why? I am advocating the murder machine, the avatar of vengeance who has not only died once but i'm pretty sure he died twice in the show and just came back to life out of sheer hatred <laughs> brock sampson former or osi agent and member of the venture brother or venture brothers family the swedish yes. murder machine <laughs> oh i'm excited what kind of content do you create my good man i am a producer for the the well we're still trying to find out a better name for it. We call it a variety show, but it turns out we don't do enough variety for variety show. <laughs> so I guess it'd be a anthology tabletop RPG show, Dungeons, like Dungeons and Pop, where we produce a bunch of different campaigns because a lot of the people involved were all, we all, we're all have juggling doing podcasting with a wife. So we end up rotating different campaigns, doing different one shots. We recently opened up a lot of stuff where we have so many guests and we, all our guests are considered full members of the cast. So we have 20 cast members at this point. Wow. Y'all rolling deep. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that, <laughs> I'd say. So did you guys do uh, tabletop RPGs? Like, uh, did you say Dungeons and Pot? Oh, no, no, pop, like soda pop. Oh, pop, pop like, man, that's, our, those are that's our, very cool. We don't, hey, we're in Washington we, over here. We don't care. I was just going to be jealous. It's legal. I was just going to be jealous. <laughs> it sounds like those go pretty well together, actually. Right? right. That I Not that I would know such things because they might be listening. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, that's here in Seattle. That's the that, that's what I get. That's how I go to sleep. So I don't drink. I I take a, a couple of edibles and yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> but I do love me some Dungeons and Dragons. I, I don't get to play as often as I'd like. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully, once we get moved, we're gonna have a nice big gaming table. I'm looking, bro. That sounds like so yeah. much fun. 
And by the way, for all the disputed fans out for all the disputed fans out there, if you have us mentioning marijuana on your bingo card, go ahead and stamp that. That's usually <laughs> we're usually good for one of those a show. So, uh, yeah, that's our next that's our next Boondocks episode is Mr. Medicinal. So, anybody oh, heard it of the MJ? <laughs> yeah yeah oh, oh god yeah they, the mj and tiara just went off the whole thing i mean there was so much weed cannabis information in that episode I, everybody's gonna love it. that'll be out on monday unless you're on our patreon and you'll get the extended episode so anyway so yeah we, we love us some boondocks so, so anyway damon would you like to introduce the episode and then i will do the rules it would be my pleasure all right this episode brings disputes between two of the bad, baddest ass motherfuckers to ever be animated. Who are these two heavy hitters, you ask? Only two of the most fierce, brutal, and unstoppable dudes to ever take a bad guy down. Brock Samson versus Black Dynamite. Dynamite, dynamite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I sell drugs in the community. Uh, (laughs) Oh, man. I love both these shows so much, and I'm really looking forward to it. Anyway, so here is how the the dispute will go. So each of you will have opening statement, five minutes, to which right after you will have a rebuttal. So advocate one being Ev, you will be our advocate one. So you will start off with the uh, five-minute opening statement. Sean, you will come in with a rebuttal to that. Then you will go in, Sean, you will go into your five-minute opening statement. You'll get your rebuttal after that. Damon and I will ask questions of each of you. You'll get two, mon- two minutes to respond. There may or may not be questions from the audience, which we'll put up there and assign to you. But then at the end, each of you will get a two-minute closing statement. If you don't use all of your time, you will get to bank that time for if you need more time for something else. And Damon and I, as being the moderators, have the uh, the wherewithal to extend time another 30 seconds as needed any questions before we get started oh and i will have i have a button that will set the time and you'll hear a sound at the end telling you you've hit your five minutes or two minutes and then we'll go from there all right all right all right so demand you got anything before we get going here i think you covered everything all right so e you will be first with your opening statement for black dynamite Friends, countrymen, let me ask you a question. What do President Nixon, Honky Kong, alien Michael Jackson all have in common? What do they all have in common? They have all had their asses handed to them by Black Dynamite. That's right, man. All of them have had their asses kicked by Black Dynamite. This is a man who not only, but let's be honest, yo, he's not only somebody who kicks so much tremendous ass like all over the place, he is in the community. Not only does he run a orphanage, for those of you who don't know, that is a combination between a whorehouse and an orphanage where they take in whores and orphans because what they say is, what do they say? A whole mama is better than no mama, okay? So what we also have here is a man who, have you seen his swimming technique? Have you seen his swimming technique? He doesn't swim like all the way. He doesn't do the breaststroke. He doesn't do the dog paddle, man. What does he do? What does he do? He thrusts. He thrusts through the water, man. He is literally making love to the ocean. I tell you, man. What? I, I mean, what can you say that hasn't already been said about Black Dot? And the hair, that afro, that perfectly shaped afro, bro, cut clean all sides, man, perfectly rounded. Not only that, 
but he has an awesome cadre of people. Honeybee, Cream Corn. All right, man, Cream Corn. That, I mean, the team, man, the, the team. I mean, come on, man. He's beating up Bill Cosby. Uh, this guy is all over the place. But he never, but the important thing is he never forgets his community, man. And that's the important thing. He keeps that steady balance between like the hustlers and the pimps and the hoes. Like he's keeping them in balance with the rest of the community, the civilians, the orphans, the, the social workers, man. He's all up in there, constantly bringing balance to the black community. Now, can you dig it? I'd like to end off with this. He's the batter, baddest MF you ever did see. Fighting all the time for us to be free. Completely teaching orphans about wrong from right. He's our man, the great Black Dynamite. Thank you. All right. Yeah. So you are. Right. That was great. Uh, so you're gonna you're gonna be banking two and a half minutes if you need it. So I'll stop that there. And Sean, if you're ready, your rebuttal, please. Black Dynamite is out there, and he's trying to keep balance in the community. But does he really manage to keep balance in his his own thoughts? I mean, let's, let's face it he he takes care of the the orphans, but he, and he tries his best. He tries to not remind them of their parent. Like in certain cases, he's tried to not remind them of their parents being dead. And then, but when they finally find, but he's a man of extremes. I mean, once he finds out they're okay with it, what did he do? He buys them presents, reminding them of their parents, how their parents are gone. That's that, that he he he's a loose cannon, and I, I I mean he does his part, but he needs to learn to have balance in his life, or otherwise he may the bal- I feel like the balance he holds is just precocious, and it just it worries me. I mean, yeah. All right, is that is that it? Is that- I think that's it. Okay, that's all right. Hey, you, so you're, you're, you're going to be banking about a minute there. So I'm going to go ahead and break that down. And if you're ready, go ahead and start on your opening statement for Brock Sampson. Brock Sampson is a he's a force of nature. Let's all admit it. How many people can be exposed to space and come out of it and just have to hock up? We don't even know what he hocked up, but he definitely didn't need it. And maybe the human body doesn't need it, and we don't realize it. He, for someone who claims to be only dealing with a job, he does what he can to help those that he considers family. He teaches the, he, uh, and he will do whatever it takes to defend them, whether it's pushing them away. And he's a man that's taken so much damage. And the minimum surgery he's been shown to have is having a robot head taken out of his chest. This man is just pure determination and adrenaline and he has a gentle side too despite being this man of man of power and mystery and he'll re- he, if you're a dying henchman in his arms and you and he doesn't feel right just killing you out right there he doesn't think you're gonna die but if you request a song from him he's gonna sing to you because he is a man of passion both in bed out of bed on the job off the job he does everything with power i mean he's just he's forward momentum he's an inspirational figure in that he just keeps moving forward finds out his life is a lie keeps moving forward finds out his life is a lie again in fact the thing that made him the warrior he is today keeps on moving forward gets wrapped up in a, a lasso of truth and basically tells the the hot amazon that's holding him that he want he admits his passion <laughs> he admits his wants to um sleep with them and he has i mean this is a man who has taken a tank shot to the chest 
We still did not see him have surgery. He walked that off. That's not something you can easily do. And he he knows he knows the tr- he knows the world he's in. So he's not so easily taken in by he knows like he knows if something's going to go down. He knows how to avoid it, how to make sure the the kids under his protection don't don't go through it. And he makes sure that his the bunch of brothers that are under his care, he makes sure they don't follow the same mistakes he does. He's a man of passion, power, and has been buried alive and literally came out of it. We don't know how. My guess is he's not actually, he's some kind of divinely powered individual, which has been proven in other scenarios where he just, it does not take, you have to take so much to take him down and he will kill you in the process of going down. He mean. I mean, poor the junior henchman who died in his hands as he was knocked out because his grip was so strong. <laughs> yep. I remember that one. Oh, yeah. Is that it? Is that all you got? Yeah, I think that's what I got. Uh, all right. So, yeah, uh, good opening statement. So, E, you ready for your rebuttal? Yes, sir, I let's, am. Let's get after it. Okay, so first off, I mean... Let's look. Let's take a look at this guy's hair, man. I mean, that is awful, <laughs> absolutely terrible. Let's let's start off with that, man. It's it's awful. Second off, man. It. Let's be honest. In a situation where like you're fighting hordes of enemies, what's one of the things you don't want to do? It's get hit. And Brock Samson takes a lot of hits, man. But the best thing, the best way to avoid damage is to, is to not be there when the attack lands, man. And you know who does that really well? Black Dynamite. Just saying. Also, I mean, let's be hundred percent honest here, guys. Taking care of two kids and an old man? I mean, <laughs> come on. Like, is that supposed to be difficult? Is that supposed to be hard? Like, he's sitting there, he's babysitting these two kids, like, that aren't necessarily the, the sharpest tools in the uh, in the shed, if you know what I mean. And even, let's be honest, Rusty, Rusty, man, constantly putting himself into danger. I mean, why are you even working for this guy? I, I mean, it's kind of weird, man. But, I mean, he's, that's, considering he's working, when he can even remember to keep his license to kill. That's right. He At one point, his license to kill expired. Who that would never happen to? Black Dynamite. Just saying. Like, he would never have let something like that happen to him. He would never let the man keep him from doing his job. I'm telling you that right now. The man would never be able to keep Black Dynamite from doing what he does best. Now, can you dig it? <laughs> I knew that you could. <laughs> All right. Good rebuttal. Demand. That's there's some heavy stuff going on there. I mean, yeah. You, yes. You have a question for Sean about about Brock? Oh, for Sean. Okay. I thought. I'm... Or, or I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got it backwards. I I, I will be asking Sean. You'll be asking E. So I take okay. that. Back. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. Well, the first thing is first question I have is how do you think Black Diamond would deal with the uh, Venture Brothers if he was hired as a mercenary to protect them? All right. So first off, number one. If Dean, if Dean or his brother said anything stupid, right, he would automatically be, now shut up when grown folks is talking about protecting your ass. <laughs> now, first off, like, he would automatically start with that. Like, they would get no input whatsoever how he protected him, okay? Of course, then, of course, he'd bring in, he might, he might, maybe, if he was feeling a little frisky, bring in this called posse, maybe, probably not cream corn, but maybe bullhorn and honeybee, you know, to, go, to help out a little bit, especially if he has to go do something, Rusty runs off on some random thing, he gets seduced again by a doctor girlfriend or something like that. He has to go... I think, you know, Black Dynamite will be able to hand, and even if he was by himself, I mean, have you seen the way this guy, he fought that whole puppet crew by himself? 
Like he fought. Like, remember when he fought all those Michael Jackson aliens? Can you do you remember that? What, what, uh, planet, what planet are they from? Are they from? Oh man, what planet are they mama from? Say, mama say, Mama Sa, Mama Sa, Yeah, Mama say, Mama Sa, Mama Sa. Yo, I'm telling you, man. Like you see, you you have seen with your own eyes the kind of devastation and damage Black Dynamite does, and that's the thing, right? Black Dynamite does not take damage. Like he takes, even if he does take damage, it doesn't affect him, right? He's sitting there getting electrocuted by Bill Cosby. You think if the Venture Bros were hiding somewhere and he was getting tortured, he wouldn't even, he would never crack, man. Never, ever crack, yo. Not to anybody. That's the way, man. He would never let the man keep him down or admit where his friends are ever. Not even once, man. Like maybe if something crazy happened, like maybe they threatened like the orphanage or something like that. But even then, I think he'd be like, nah, I'm good. Uh, I'm getting paid for this job. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I am curious. I, and I do have one quick question for, for, uh, regarding that. How do you think Black Dynamite would handle Molotov cocktails? Wow. <laughs> How would he handle Molotov cocktails? I mean... Because, I mean, we know he likes to make love to the ladies, but Molotov yes, Cocktease is a whole different animal. <laughs> yeah, Molotov Cocktease is a whole different animal. You know what? I'm going to be 100% honest. Have you guys ever, I'm going to, you guys have seen Blazing Saddles before? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Madeline Kahn, yep. <laughs> yep. I think you know where I'm going with this. Like she would come in with she would come in with an agenda and she'd leave in love. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Like, and then he'd be she'd be like professing it or love him. He'd be like, you're gonna wake up the other bitches. Like, <laughs> can't wake up the other bitches. Oh man. Sean, if you if how Black Dynamite has really been known to work with other professionals for the most part. If Brock was hooked up with Honey Bee and Cream Corn and everybody and, and, and Black Dynamite's crew, how would how because they're they are not professionals in the way that OSI people are, or even to be honest, the Monarchs guys. But how do you think Black Dynamite would fit? In, I mean, Brock, Brock would fit into the into Black Dynamite's crew. I think you would fit in well because let's be honest, he has worked with plenty of people who are not professionals or are running from the life of being a professional. He's worked with the Million Dollar Man, Sasquatch, Gary. Frosty's never been professional. <laughs> True. I mean, he, I mean, he went with them to to train the monkey how to fight. <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> he uh, yeah brock has been known to do some very odd things uh i don't know if black dynamite would be quite black dynamite has a code for sure brock has his professional code but he will definitely break that from time to time do you think brock could follow that same code that black dynamite follows i think so because i i i think brock has just seen so much that he adapts i think that's the key skill he has more than why he survives so much is he adapts to the situation he finds a way to make the situation think about it. when when he was when the monarch was holding dean and hank hank or no 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 it wasn't Hank. it wasn't hank because this was an episode where hank was getting his testicles oh, okay yep he looked around the situation <laughs> You had all the unprofessional henchmen in the thing just sitting around not knowing what to do. So he gave them a little attack on the colony to make, to, I, I think he adapts to the situation as it, and 
because like I said, even though he was doing it to make things better, make make uh, Monarch feel better, he was quick to hide it from Dr. Venture. So he, I think he's, I think people don't give him enough credit for how he, how much he, we see him at first being this bulldozer, but he's not a bulldozer. He is a skilled surgeon. It just happens to be he has to take out a lot of tumors. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I think pro- probably my my favorite Brock moment is when they've kidnapped Doctor Venture to to go to the guild for the monarch, <laughs> and Samson knows this, and he's but they've sent so many henchmen over there from the guild, and he's killed them all, and they're just like stacked up. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, can we hurry up and get Dr. Venture back before they keep killing our people? So, I mean, yeah, he's very, yeah. I, I see Brock as a very focused killer. I mean, that's he, that's what he is. I, Black, Black Dynamite will kill people. For the most part, he will just beat the shit out of them. Brock seems, Brock seems to be mostly, I'm going in to kill a motherfucker. I mean, I don't know if how, how y'all view that. So, E, how, how do you, what do you think about that? About Brock being like a mindless killing machine? Yeah. Uh, I mean, let's, I mean, come on, man. How are people supposed to learn the error of their ways if they're dead, man? You can't reform a criminal who's like lying in a pool of his own blood. You got to give him a chance. I mean, let's say what, what happened with like, even with like Honky Kong, right? Like he didn't kill Honky Kong. He got beat the, beat the shit out of Honky Kong. Yeah, yeah. he scared off Honky Kong, but they stopped Honky Kong and Honky Kong eventually found found somebody else to like basically tanned Bo Derek. I mean, like <laughs> Michael Jackson came down, like he was torn between his alien and his human side. Black Dynamite gives him the speech. He's listen, man, you gotta change your ways. And he's like, oh, I changed my ways. You know? I mean, this man knows how to sway people. He is not just a fighter. He is an orator, my friends. Like he has the gift of gab, all right? I mean, how else would you be able to get all those whores in that orphanage? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, true. let's be 100% honest. I mean, like he was, before he got sick with the flu, you can guarantee that he was probably one of the most like anticipated people to go on that player's ball train ride next to like Crenshaw Pete and uh, Chaka Getty. Yeah. So, yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, Brock has given people that choice, though. The $1 million man, um, Sasquatch, Gary, on multiple occasions. In fact, Gary is... Gary first fought him when he didn't know how to fight and he's just trying to use those the stupid lightsaber that didn't even work (laughs) (laughs) i I think probably one of my favorite moments with brock is where he's been killing everybody he's hey anybody need to pee (laughs) yeah (laughs) it just stops the fight and they're like are you serious yeah you guy up there got a beat on me with no bullets left click click yeah i knew (laughs) because i knew i I, I found out how to count when i was five so yeah (laughs) i mean yeah they so uh, yeah they both have their ways of talking to people where they don't have to necessarily kill them or even beat the shit out of them so yeah i can see that i mean personally and i think i said this before the show started i think if these two fought it would just be, they would end up just knocking each other out. I mean, it's like that la- that scene in Rocky Two with Apollo and Rocky and that just, that that punch where they were just freeze frames. <laughs> and that's how I see it ending, that they're just, because they're, they're both f- so, such immovable forces. Devon, what do you, uh, you thought, you have thoughts on that? Oh, man. It, yeah, I can't, they're both so focused, because I was thinking maybe of, 
I was going to try to work in a chocolate <laughs> in, in somewhere. But I, don't, I honestly think with them being two forces of nature, it would be one of the, it would be like, oh gosh, it'd be like one of those team ups in the comics where they first meet each other and they have the obligatory fight because there's a, the obligatory misunderstanding. I think it would, if these two came across each other, they, that's probably what would happen. And their villains are usually so who they are messing with that they would probably get to try to get the jump on them and get waxed so it would could, probably be like a what it'd probably be end up a team up versus a. Versus yeah i was gonna say could you imagine these two teaming up fuck nobody would yeah, <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. everything is everything is resolved we have world peace now <laughs> <laughs> lots of, lots of asses Lots of foot Oh, man. Just watch Black Dynamite is a special guest star on the Venture Brother. <laughs> yeah, right. That would be so awesome. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I honestly, I hope to see him when the, the new season of when Boondocks reboots. Uh, that would be, I could see that happening. Yeah. I could oh, see that's that. happening? I could see Aaron. What's up? I, uh, That's man. happening? I didn't hear yeah. that. Yeah, they're, uh, it's going to be on HBO Max. They've already started production on it. And Aaron Magruder's oh, back wow. with it. So, yeah, I know there there was a break because of COVID, but I haven't heard much news lately. But uh, last I saw, uh, Regina King was on Jamila Hill the middle of last year talking about it. So it seems like she's back to play Riley and Huey. So awesome. fingers nice. crossed because I fucking love Regina King. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's great. She's amazing. She is so, I mean, yeah, she's just incredible. So talented. Oh, I mean, just from going from where she went to where she is now it's i mean wow what a journey so wow. yeah. yeah that's gonna be a great biopic someday oh god yeah. uh, hope, I, hopefully i'm still uh, around to watch it so because <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna keep doing amazing things i'm sure so so sean let's you have let's, let's go, do your closing statement and then and then we'll have you go do yours e all right so sean get out there we go all right like as I've said before, Brock is a he is a force as we've said before, he's a force of nature. And I think I honestly think I agree that it'll be a draw, but Brock keeps on moving forward. And I think even if it comes to a draw, I feel like Brock would be the one to just eh, shrug it off at the end. Why because he has had so much stuff blow up in his face. His life has turned out to be a lie on multiple occasions. He Everything he thought he knew was wrong, and he ended up helping the people that he would have been against. But he keeps on moving forward, and I think he would have that small edge in that it would just be it'd be like they knock each other out, and Brock would wake up, nudge him with his foot, and he'll offer a hand out, and so he would win on the technicality of being the first one to wake up because let's take Brock is. Amazing recovery time. And yeah, I think that's all right. Wait, I don't know. I actually have more. Because the other thing, too, is that Brock, he's dealt with people of sorts. I think it'd be a very impressive fight, too, because I mean, Brock does not believe in Govs, right? Mm -hmm. So he's the kind of person that I feel like this would be a knife versus sword kind of deal or, or, some, it'd be hand hand. It'd be amazing, but I just feel that Brock has the recovery time to be the first one back up. All right, all right. That it? Yep. Okay. All right, E. If you're ready for your closing statement, let's go. 
I am ready for my closing statement. Yeah. So first off, I, I I don't really think it would be like a result in a result where they would both knock each other out because uh, I feel like Black Dynamite is extremely hard to hit. All right. So you'd be hard pressed to like land a punch on him. He's got some super flat, super fast reflexes. I mean, like he, I mean, he's got like 360 court vision like LeBron James. Okay. <laughs> like he's all over it, man. And even if in the slight chance that he was able to get a hit on him, let's say they both knocked each other out, man, I'm pretty sure Black Dynamite would rise like a big black phoenix right after an attack like that. I'm telling you, man, like Black Dynamite doesn't stay down for long. Why? Because he doesn't let the man keep him down. Let me tell you right now. And I'm just going to be 100% with you, man. We need to get Brock Samson out of here. And like Black Dynamite's daddy said, the light just turned motherfucking green. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great closing statement. All right. Damon. Yeah. Would yes. You have uh, some recapage for us or you have, oh, actually, no, let me do this first <laughs> because I almost oh, forgot. Well. Like I keep forgetting. So, so that's the dispute folks. So now it's time to settle things. We've had the arguments. Now it's time for you to go sort it out. Go out to disputedpod.com slash dynamite V Samson. Place your vote. The voting will be open until our next episode. Uh, so uh, now, and I'll get to that in a little bit. The uh, Go ahead and vote, and we'll announce the winner, just like we did on this one for the last one for this one. So on the next episode, we'll give, our, give you our winner then. So, uh, Demond, you have some, some recapage that you would like to cover? Man, this is <laughs> basically this is a battle of the unstoppable force versus the immovable object. We're talking about two guys who who basically burn trash and smash ass. We're talking about a skills <laughs> in every way possible. Absolutely. <laughs> a skilled a skilled surgeon versus a brother with the code and and a man who helped create history versus a guy who makes people history. If this was again another fantastic episode, I get so tickled. I get tickled and excited and pro I'm probably going to be accused of being, <laughs> being just overly dramatic. I'm, I'm animated. I'm, I'm animated like both these characters. It Once again, you guys brought your A game. I appreciate you. I know the advocates of pre uh, what do we, no, the adjudicators. That's what we call them. Adjudicators. The adjudicators yeah. are, I appreciate you. This was a yet another good one, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was great, guys. In fact, so let's real quick, E, if you want to give us your uh, your plugs and whatnot, we would, and I'll and also send them to me later so I can get them in the show notes. So everybody, but yeah, go ahead and plug all your stuff. Tell people where to find you. Hey, no problem. Hey, everybody, it's me, your boy MCE Mason, coming at you from the Disputed Podcast, and I just want to say thank y'all very much for checking it out. You can find me at. MC underscore emazing on Twitter. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash E M A Z I N G X P. That's emazing XP, the emazing experience. You know how it goes. So, in addition to that, you can find me on YouTube, same name, different space, man. MC E dash amazing. And yeah, man, that's pretty much it. Like, I'm all over the place. You don't, my DMs are open. Feel free to hit me up, you know. But definitely come check me out on, on Twitch. We are doing a giveaway for Nintendo Switch Lite Ooh. at 200 subs. And then in addition to that, after that, we're going to be giving away 50 Humble Bundle codes to 50 other lucky winners after that's over. So go check it out. Twitch.tv slash EmazingXP. Tell your mother, brother, sister, father, cousin, whomever about what's going down at the Emazing Experience. Thank you very much. Right on, right on. Sean. Uh, hi. Uh, thank you for having me. And I enjoyed this 
discussing this. It's this is technically my second live stream, actually, because the right first one I was in, I accidentally killed for an hour. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I brought a cost. I brought a costume, and what happened was, I didn't know that one of the people put the modem on a light switch. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell folks where they can find you. I can be found at on uh, Twitter at Dungeons Pop or Two Toasted is my personal um, account. We, as I mentioned before, we're an anthology based show, which you guys are all, all you guys are welcome. Or if you want to, anyone wants to come on a podcast, doesn't have the time to actually be a long time player, join us, join our Discord, and yeah, you can sign up for any of the games. We have people on there who aren't even podcasters who's joined and having a lot of fun. Right on. That's I can. Our major, our major campaign right now is Adventures of Attitude, which is literally a Power Rangers D and D campaign. That's awesome. That's Using cool. the, uh, you, that's cool. yeah, we use the Henshin class from the '90s supplement Lasers and Liches. Nice. Man, you hit me nice. all in the nerdy feelies, man. <laughs> <laughs> the funny, the funny thing is, I'm also joining another cast for another D and D podcast called Sewers and Shrewlinkins. Can you guess what franchise is based off of? <laughs> oh man! Wait a minute! We're working on releasing the miniseries where I uh, like test run to see how I ran with the group, and then once the season two comes out, I will be joining as a mystery character that I can't reveal yet because. Oh, cool. Right on. It's a mystery. That sounds awesome. Heck yeah. That does sound That's really dope, cool. man. Yeah. Oh, this, well, this, I love it. Yeah. So, and I, now I know this has your name on it, Devon, but I'm going to take it from you. Okay. <laughs> so, just because I, I want to, because I want to throw something out. Real there. quick, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Let me do the first part and you can have the rest. Sure. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Go for it. Our next episode is going to be three weeks from today because in two weeks, it's Thanksgiving here in the u.s and that week is crazy and dean is a punk ass and won't have a dispute between <laughs> sweet potato pie and pumpkin pie so we're pushing it back Ooh, one more week. it's 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 pumpkin pie that's that there's no dispute so it's already settled it's already settled <laughs> let me slide that hand grenade in there uh, i always take me some pumpkin and then pecan <laughs> uh, we're going to have to meet in the middle with bump. That's, that's fire right there. Uh, uh, yeah. So anyway, so also next, we do not have yet uh, a dispute set up for the next episode. If so, we've got six out there right now out on disputedpod.com slash next episode that you can, you can vote for all of them. If you like all of them or vote for one or two, however you many. So, and whichever one gets the highest one, that'll be our next episode. So disputedpod.com slash next episode and uh put in whatever you want to put in for that and then voting closes on that on november 24th and uh, and then we'll uh, we're gonna get some advocates lined up for that currently let me see right now ripley versus sarah connor is the top most one. so if, if you're <laughs> yeah. oh boy <laughs> So uh, I'm hoping to get some uh, some good advocates uh, for that one as well. We've everybody we've had so far has been amazing. Also, if you want to check us out, uh, disputed.com/links, and you'll find all our stuff, including our merch, our Discord, our web. Our, well, you're we going to be on our website, disputedpod.com. Uh, our Twitter, everything is all out there. So go check it out. All right. So anything else to mind? I do not have anything else. Thank you very much. Right, Hell yeah. 
Thank you guys for joining us. And uh, hope, hopefully we'll have you back on for maybe another dispute that you're, that you might be interested in. So anyway, yeah. So hang out for a bit while we finish this up and then we'll come right back. So I'm Zaman. I'm Dean. And remember, everything, everything is disputed. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed the episode and that you will go vote for your winner. We give a huge, huge thanks to our guests and their advocacy for their characters. And finally, we'd like to thank the artists who created the music that helps make our show so great. We've got Hard Fight by Tajirajis, Fight Club by Evil Bear Boris, Fight Makes Right by Atake, and This Party Sucks by Done With Fish. You can find all of them on freemusicarchive.org. Thanks.